Turn it off. I'm trying to listen to Digging Deeper. That's better. This is Digging Deeper with Westrack. Hi, and welcome to this latest episode of Digging Deeper. Today we're discussing fluid sampling and someone who knows a lot about that is Westrack product support and sales representative Sandra Feast. Sandra works with the client solutions team and is here today to give us some insights into how fluid sampling works and why it's important for equipment owners. Sandra, thanks for your time. Oh, thanks so much for having me, Simon. When I hear fluid sampling mentioned, I immediately think about uh, testing professional sports people for doing the wrong thing, like taking performance enhancing drugs. But as I understand it, the type of fluid sampling that you're involved with is far more about identifying potential inhibitors to performance. So can you give us the high level overview of what fluid sampling involves and why it matters? Yeah, look, with fluid sampling, it's actually all about preventative maintenance giving the customers the option of seeing what's going on inside their machine and having the opportunity to schedule in those repairs or the downtime required for it before it becomes an issue. We're trying to give customers options to keep their fleet running at optimum performance and as minimal downtime as possible. And what sort of fluids are we talking about sampling here? So any fluids found in any operating machines we actually deal with a wide variety of uh, assets at our lab. So not just the Caterpillar machines, we deal with the mining industry, the construction industry, marine, power generation, turbines, vehicles, you name it, it's all coming in. If it's fluid in your asset that's moving around and lubricating the parts in there, we're going to be testing it. Right. So I guess um, it's pretty much like trotting off to get a health checkup. Um, only the difference is that owners and operators don't actually need to take their equipment off to the doctor for this. Can you sort of explain how people can do it themselves and the right and wrong ways, or perhaps let's focus on the right ways of going about collecting and sending in your fluid samples? Absolutely. So first of all, you don't need to make an appointment. You take your samples, you do your scheduled servicing at a time that suits yourself. So in a nutshell, you purchase a sample kit, you take a good sample, you complete pre-registration, which is all the information that you need to let us know about that fluid and where it's come from. And then you send the details in to our West Track laboratory and sit back and wait for the results to be emailed out. They'll come to you 24 to 48 hours after we receive the sample at the lab. Sandra, so how do people actually go about completing that pre-registration um, when they want to do a fluid sample? So first of all, you need your my.cat.com login. And from there, you go into the SOS web platform. Once you're in SOS web platform, you have the opportunity to going through to our pre-registration section and following the wizard, which is essentially following the prompts, filling in all the asset details, fluid details required for that particular sample. And then you can either print that sample card off, send it in with your sample, or you can use our paperless option and pre-register paperlessly and send the sample into our laboratory. For any customers that have issues or have queries or questions on 
how exactly to do this process, or in fact any process in SOS Web, we also have tutorial videos that are available on our Westtrack website, where the videos themselves are only a couple of minutes long and cover everything from how to take a good sample, how to log into the system itself, how to create pre-registration, how to enter maintenance and action events, and how to generally use the system as a whole. This is Digging Deeper with Westrack. So assume that I've done that and I've done it all correctly. Uh, what happens when you receive those samples? So when the samples are received at our laboratory, we unpack them and sort them into our automated decapper machine. Now this is robotics and automation all rolled into one to take over with speed and accuracy for sorting the samples themselves. It was brought in as part of our safety initiatives where it, we found that having between 1,500 to 2,500 samples coming in every day, it was very laborious to be taking the sample canister lids off. RSI injuries, it's terrible. So the Decapa machine takes care of taking the lids off, sorting the samples themselves, who are then placed into the different streams of testing, depending on the test types and the analysis types required. When you purchase your sample kit, you purchase it based on the test type or the testing that you require for that compartment, and they're all colour-coded. So each individual sample kit that you purchase will have a different lid depending on the test type that you're, or the testing that you're requiring. These samples, once they're received and sorted, go through all the analysis machines, and after that, they then go through our amazing team of administrators, assistants, technicians, quality control, maintenance, product support, management, chemists, analysts, finally onto our interpreters where they are interpreted, analysed and reports with recommendations go out to our customers. Okay, and again, are those reports made available to the customers through the SOS web portal? Absolutely. So they're available to customers immediately as soon as the interpreters have finished the interpretation, but the results are also emailed out four times daily. So that's obviously a big team of people and some robots doing um, a whole lot of different things to make this happen. And I have to say, I don't really know how all that works and we probably don't need to know that. But once that lab work comes back, what sort of things am I likely to, or, or what, what are the potential bits of information that I might see? So our interpreters are looking at five simple sections. So they're looking at the wear metals that may be apparent in your sample that will show potential component damage or the wear and tear. Now this includes the normal wear and tear based on the trending and information that our interpreters have. Additives and formulations of your oil itself to indicate whether the compartment contains the correct fluid, whether it's fit for purpose, whether there are any contaminants visible, which will show your sample cleanliness, or it will even indicate anything less than ideal for your sampling process itself. Now, this includes dirt water entry and increases in the wear particles. Then we will look at the actual oil condition itself and the interpreters will suggest whether the fluid in that compartment is still operating at the expected level or whether you need to consider changing it. 
The oil viscosity or the changes in the viscosity can indicate incorrect top-ups or compartment fluid transfers. And this is really important for saving time, energy, effort and money on changing our oil too early or leaving it potentially too late. Finally, the interpretation itself comes out, which contains a visual health indi indication and a recommendation based on the information at hand and the test results for your sample. Every single interpretation will also contain our interpreter's name and the direct line telephone number in case you have any questions, queries or concerns about the results that you've just received. This is Digging Deeper with West Track. Okay, that's, uh, that's obviously able to provide um, owners with a whole lot of very useful and potentially life-saving, well, machine-saving information there. I'm assuming that you're not bound by doctor-patient confidentiality here. So can you give us some examples of some of the specific cases that you've seen where fluid sampling has maybe identified a problem and more importantly, allowed the right treatment to be prescribed? It's funny actually that you mention the right treatment and, and doctor-patient because we, I do have an example that I can think of for a dump truck that we have recently sampled and the results actually indicated something really funky going on. The interpreter rang the customer and working together, looking at the results, they were actually able to determine that it was an inexperienced driver and increased truckloads at that particular site that was putting extra pressure on the truck. What they did then is they realised that it was actually people training that was required, so no need for downtime, no need for unexpected maintenance, and no need to actually stop and pull that poor truck apart. And I guess depending on where uh, machines are operating, you could see all sorts of different things. You mentioned before that you look for things like dirt and water contamination. And I imagine, say, a machine that's working in, in the dry, hot Pilbara region might be subject to different sort of contaminants than, say, something working in a very wet environment. Yeah, look, absolutely. Engine dusting can be a big issue out in the Pilbara. It is hot, it is very dry, and there is a lot of dust floating around. So imagine the time, energy, and effort and dollars saved from utilising your $27 fluid sample to find out that maybe your air filter hasn't been installed properly. Instead of waiting for that $175,000 engine to go just due to the dust particles getting into that air inlet. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a justification for this in itself, isn't it? That, um, you know, <laughs> it costs $27, not $175,000. Now, you were explaining to me earlier that um, you're not a real doctor or a chemist for that matter. So how did you get into this role and, and sort of what role do you play within the fluid sampling area? Yeah, look, that's, that's true. I'm not a chemist. I'm not a doctor. My passion is actually in the laboratory. So I have been with the same lab, with the same sort of area there for the last 10 years. And I've worked through from data entry to administration to reception to working as a LIMS coordinator, which is the laboratory information management system. And now I work as product support. So I guess I'm a conduit for customers and laboratory. 
if you've got any questions that are lab related, SOS related or results related, contact myself and I can put you in touch with the person that you need to speak to. If you need to speak to a chemist with super scientific wording or information, I know exactly who you need to speak to. If you need to speak to someone that can speak plain English, you know, in the very basic form, I know exactly who to put you in touch with. So anything SOS lab, I'm, I'm the person. Oh, it's good to know that there is um, a person like you there to sort of act as that bridge because I know a lot of times people really don't want to be provided with a very detailed scientific kind of a report that they don't understand. It's obviously, you know, the information that an operator or an owner really wants is, okay, what's the problem and how do I fix it? So, yeah, great to know that there are people like you. If people do want to find out a bit more about this, what can they do? Yeah, so website, www.westtrack.com.au. We have our 1300-881-064 number to put you in contact with our customer service centre representatives. Or for those of you that prefer a face-to-face -face contact, our laboratories are actually in Tomago, New South Wales, or right here in South Guildford, WA. And you can always pop into your local branch or customer service centre. Well, that's great information. Thanks, Sandra. And I really appreciate you joining us on Digging Deeper today. No worries. Thank you so much for having me. It's time to knock off for another episode of Digging Deeper with West Track. For more episodes, head over to westtrack.com.au.